Cheers to episode 26. Cheers. Cheers. Corona Premier. Corona Premier. Line Kugel Summer Shanty. Back to back weeks for the Kooks. Today. Tonight. Tuesday, June 22nd. Time of recording, 7.40 p.m. And you guys already know where this one's going. Tonight is the night that we land the rights to draft Cade Cunningham. So a life-changing night for Detroit sports. Potentially. And that's the power of positive thinking, as we learned from Dan Campbell on last week's show, how you will things into existence before the draft. Uh, Let let me lay out the show real quick. Tonight's going to be a little different, which you're listening to tomorrow. So let's go on a little time machine real quick. So we are going to start with... Our like weekly check-ins, our national news quick topics, then we'll dive into the college football playoff expanding to potentially 12 teams. Seems like almost a done deal. And then we will talk about the MLB has a problem with sticky stuff in the league right now, enforced uh, yesterday officially. We'll get to that. And then Alex's rumor mill segment of the week, as always. And then, then on the back half of the show, I thought about – doing the order where we put the draft stuff first, but I kind of wanted to entice people to listen to the whole thing. And we know they're coming to this episode to listen to the draft lottery talk and our live reactions. So that's going to be at the end of this. So the shortcut, I guess, if you want to take shortcuts, you could just skip to the timestamp of when the draft lottery stuff starts. We're going to talk about a lot of Detroit Pistons, a little Ben Simmons teaser there too during the draft lottery. Um, and like I said, at the end of the show, you will get our live reactions to what happens tonight to the draft lottery, which starts at 8.30. So... We've got about 45 minutes until that time to kind of get through whatever we want to talk about. And I'd love to start with how is everyone's personal lives? How was your week? We'll throw this one to, uh, I was about to say Evan, but he's looking He's looking at something. So now I don't know. I mean, he's really looking at something here. He's having some issues. He's really looking up and down difficulties. left and right. I think right. he unplugged his headphones. He looks like he just saw oh, a ghost. Oh, I just saw his mic, mic moving. You know so what? I'll let's talk just, about mine. No, let's just let Evan get back. We, this is the power. Awkward this, pause. No, this is the power of editing. So this will be like a team happen. No, you should just leave a long awkward pause. Don't talk. Right here, I'll no, put. You uh, long. I'll I'll cut in like the SpongeBob two hours late, or and then it'll be Evan. How was your week? <laughs> but I think he can hear us. I think he can. No, I don't think he can. All right, I'm back. I think I'm back. I think I am back. I hear you. Do you hear me? Do you hear yeah, me? I hear you guys. Okay. This is like that next tell commercial, like, can you hear me now? I heard you guys the entire time. It was just it was just a matter of if I heard you through my computer or my microphone. Did you just get a new mic? Because you ah. just blasted through my ears. No, I You're good now. raised the cord that like plugs it in from the computer to my microphone, like grazed it. Like I was setting my beard down, barely even touched it, and the thing was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna work anymore. So it's sensitive. Alright. Oh, uh, you, you seem back. You seem fully back. So, Evan, how, personally for you, how was your week? Anything new? What happened in the life of Evan? My week, let's see, going back all the way from last Wednesday, since the last time we saw each other, um, Wednesday, Thursday, nothing really special. Right. Happening. Got turned. Oh, Friday night, you know, boys went down to our local watering pool. Shout out Mux. Thanks for the sponsor. Um, yeah. You know, had a good time there. Um, had practice, missed out on the fun round at the country club. Unfortunate. 
Um, but got a few drinks. Stayed up way too late to get up early Saturday. Was like, you know what? I got a baseball tournament to win. I'll take the six hours of sleep. You know what? I'm out with friends. Because Evan's mad all the way to Concord, Michigan. If you don't know what Concord, Michigan is, just southwest of Jackson. Absolutely downpour. And I mean coming down in buckets. Like the sky opened up and came down. When on Saturday? Canceled. Term was canceled that day on Saturday morning. Oh. We, it, it barely rained. That's your last tournament Saturday of morning. the year, too. Right? This is my. This was my last tournament. Canceled. Well, I'll get to oh. it. Hold on. Saturday, canceled. Boom. No idea if we're going to play on Sunday. Father's Day. You know what? It was only supposed to be a one-day tournament. Show goes on. We're playing Saturday. Sunday. We're playing Sunday now. <laughs> yes. Yep. Saturday night. Went back to Mucks for part two. Um, stayed there way too late again. Woke up. Had to go to work. Then right after work, left for a baseball tournament. Won our first game easily. Not a big well, deal. Uh, let me fast forward to this because there is a big major problem with umpires. Um, a pandemic. We finished third. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. We finished third. Disappointing. However, we never Podium. lost a game in this tournament. What? <laughs> yep. I'm not sure yep. that's accurate. Is that, is that an umpire we problem or is that? Finished third. Okay, so our second game, this team was probably compared with lost talent-wise Skill wise, the scouting the eleven year olds for nothing. Get down for nothing first inning. Like oh crap, yank the pitch. Four three runs. We battle back. Four three. We're down. I think three runs going into the bottom of the fifth. Hmm. Yes, three runs going to the bottom of the fifth. Seven inning game, right? Seven seven inning game. Yeah, uh, six inning games. Oh, oh, so that's like the eighth. Okay. Yeah, so we have a runner on first and second. I think like one out. Great Doesn't spot. Run, runs don't really matter. Um, get a base hit to right field. Huge. I am sending the kid on second base. I'm oh, sending no. him. He's scoring. He's Let's scoring out at the plate. I'm so scoring. Nervous. I'm the hey, It's going to be a close play at the plate. Oh, no. 11 new baseball kids that have played the outfield think they have the strongest arm. Like they can throw just as good as major league baseball players. So they just say, cut off. Don't see them. I'm throwing it all the way home, buddy. And they just chuck it all the way to the plate. Goes over. The catcher's head gets loose away from the catcher. Okay. My kid slides in because I'm screaming at him, you better slide. Okay. He slides in. Safe. Okay. Now there's a loose ball. Yep. My kid that was on first is now on third. They throw it down to three. Gets into left field. My kid scores. <laughs> kid that got a base hit is standing on second base right now, potentially coming to third. Okay. Okay. I turn and look at home plate to watch my kid score. The umpire is standing in the middle, like in front of the plate, saying he called time. <laughs> Fire blew the plate dead after our first run scored so he could clean off the plate, but didn't realize there was people on base. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're joking. It has no, to be a that's terrible this happened. joke. This happened. And for it being Father's Day, shout out Greg. Um, he was the first base coach, and I really thought he was going to get thrown out of the game at this Did point. Did he chew into him? He has his hands up. Screaming at the umpire, walking towards him from the first from the first base coaching box, just walking towards him. Like, what are you doing? You cannot call that. And the umpire literally said, I, "I called time so I can clear off the plate." Oh my god! In the middle of a play. In the middle of a play, the play was still going on. Both teams like realized the play is still going on and still playing it out, but the ump is just standing there. Time. So did your kid time. take him out at home play while he was dusting it off? 
Um, and so, so now all the runners had to go back. So now the kid got a base hit, has to go back to first. But the first, and then the, the, kid was, the first run scored. First run scored. After that, what basically, a he joke this back. is. So now it's first and third. Okay. Kid that got base hit is on first base. Kid that started on first is now on third. So we score now a run. Okay, and I believe I probably misspoke earlier. So now I believe it's tied eight to eight. We scored a run previous to that other run. So now it's eight eight, and the kid should have been on second base off the base hit with the umpire's error. He gets stranded on third base. So if he was one base farther, he would have scored, and we would have won in the top of the six nine to eight. Okay, so so you ended in a tie. Go to extra innings. California rule. Usually, California rule is just like you start a guy on second base, but they did start a guy on second base, and you get and one out. It seems like so the other team got a base hit. They got actually had a nice base hit with two outs. They got a base hit to right field with a runner on third. Game base respect game. Nice base hit. <laughs> New yes. loss. But Shout out Jake. Um, Greg's son. Jake. He was the first one up, and we for, and Greg and I forgot there was like one. They start with one out, and we were going to bunt Jake, mm. but. If we bunted him, then it would be two outs with one or third. We said, all right, after one pitch, I realized he can't bunt. Just one out. We told him to swing away. He actually rips a missile to the right right center gap, like a one bounce to the fence. We score, we tie it up, and then time limit, they call the game. We tied, and then they got to go to the championship because they gave up less runs in their first game. Did that team win at all? Jeez. Uh, I did not stick around because it was Father's Day. Um, no idea. Don't and know. it was a devastating really loss. So you didn't really it, want to it. It was a devastating loss. My team was heartbroken. They were a little upset. <laughs> Let's say that third game, the third place game, nobody wanted to be there. <laughs> Mailed it in. It was just like walking through the motions. I mean, we mercyed them 17 nothing. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Not even a track. Um, yeah. Wow. That actually uh, is like uh, the tough m- way to end the season, but. You learn from it. That's like the most eleven-year-old baseball way that this like saga of Evans' travel season could have ended. Like when you were saying the play as it was happening with all the errors, I was just instantly vaulted back to like playing youth baseball, and no one knew how to like be calm in a situa- situation no. with more than two base runners. And then adding in the ump fiasco and a good old like chewing out of the ump like that is just the most. I can't 11. believe the ump did that. Never heard of, I've never heard of that happening. So that is like, that's when they say baseball. I you, you see something new every day. That is an actual, you see something new every day. Evan, Wish. Uh, this is completely irrelevant, but I just saw this on TV. Last week you picked Morikawa and Xander Shoffley, correct? Yep. They are ranked number four and number five in the world in the golf rankings. Hey, that's golf rankings. That isn't the... Uh, no longer are those sleepers. We're going to US Open. Okay. Fast forward, okay, travel Sunday. It was tough, good way to end the baseball season. Kids still have little league to go on, but travel season's over for 11 Um And then golf league last night, mm. big matchup, three versus four. We come out, and my team, we lay an egg. We get smoked by my brother's team. Um, didn't take that many points. It was a tough battle, a little cold. How many did the you Second take? day of summer, there I said it. It was a little cold. It was a little chilly. How many points did I take out? Is that what you're asking? Yes. We took nine and a half. Ooh. Ooh. Stop. Yeah, I think like the first four holes, it went two and a half to a half, two and a half to a half, two and a half to a half, two and a half to a half. Yeah, you hate to see that. So, really uh, I guess where do you guys stand after that? Um, Sandy's haven't came out yet, but I'm guessing 
with us. So I'm probably fifth or sixth. And I'm probably assume. fifth or sixth. Hmm. So that it happens, you know, it's a tough week. And tough you know, we move on because we have a bigger weekend coming up. It means more. Some are saying, all right, golf trip plan for this weekend. Yeah. We can talk about it next podcast. Love that. What a tease for next week's roundup. Like, like I did last week with the wedding. So I will fulfill that teaser uh, from the wedding takeaways. You know, it was on a lake. Um, I should back that up. I didn't go to the ceremony. It wasn't like a, it was a small ceremony. Everyone come for the reception, which I kind of loved. Like I really respected that. Enjoyed that. Kind of funny. They, uh, they ordered a shuttle party bus kind of thing from the hotel for people, uh, mainly our family. And there was only like six of us on it. So it was kind of hilarious, like six people on like a 20 person party bus and going down this tight little road down the lake, lake house, barely made it over this little bridge. I thought the driver was going to freak out, um, but made it fine. Uh, on the lake is a cool experience for that situation. I just loved it. And they also shot off fireworks late in the night, which is something you don't get at weddings because a lot of them aren't outside really, but it was a great touch. Um, super American. They were playing um, proud to be an American while there's blasting massive fireworks in the sky. Um, nothing screams love like that combination. And then what else happened? Uh, locked in. Faster Horses Campsite, you guys know that uh, this week. That's huge. So Party of the Summer coming up. That is going to be an all-time weekly recap after that experience. So uh, if you're at Fa- Faster Horses and recognize us, say something. I want to get a GoPro for the weekend. Ooh, I love that. Recap the um, Downside, down thing that happened to me. I accidentally sat on a pair of blue light glasses I had on like Sunday, and I broke them. And like blue light quickly just like kind of helps your eyes not feel crappy after a long day of staring at a screen. And you would think it's kind of like woo-woo, but it actually works because uh, the last like two days I haven't been able to wear them and my eyes feel so shot and like dizzy by the end of the day. So I'm banking on those coming in like midweek this week so I can get back in the game. It just stinks to break those. And then I have two great, uh, one's great, one's interesting stories today involving elderly statesmen in our society, two old, older men. So today... Uh, off day for work for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm around two guys on this podcast that love golf and I'm trying to get better at it. I'm going to go golfing today. So I booked 18 uh, by myself and I knew I was probably going to get paired up just knowing how this course operates. So I played, I was, okay. So, yeah. So I got, I was supposed to be paired up with a guy that was almost similar to my age and I saw him ahead of me on the course. Spoiler alert, this kid did not know like anything about golf. And I think I, like I was, so I, tee time at 12, 15 p.m., I'm like putting at 12.05 on the putting green and I see him go to the first tee and we hadn't like spoken like, hey, we're playing together because he already left. And I was like, all right, he'll just wait till 12.15 for me, I'm guessing. He had already teed off. I get there, he's not, he's already like off. He's off and about. And then somehow there's three people, older guys in front of me, which is like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like I checked the tee times, so there was no one like directly in front of me. So, and I kid you not, and like it just, it just stinks. Like I want everyone to have a great time golfing, but these guys are like the slowest three guys of all time. And one guy legitimately like was like struggling to walk. And it was just like, it was like just sad and slow. And then you're like, dang, like I just, you can't even be mad. Cause it's like, Oh, I just love that. Like he's getting out there active. But like, I was like, all right, these people are going to let me play through. Never let me play through. Like actually like talk to me and said we would, but there's four women in front of us who we think it's their first time golfing. So there's nowhere for you to go. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, just let me go. And then I'll pass them as well. But they like actively said, hey, like I would, but we're not. I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to sit here. So that 
front nine was like two and a half hours. It was miserable as a solo person just standing there. And there was like two guys behind me. We kept making jokes every tee box. So we turn, we make the turn on the back. The women are gone. I'm like, hey, can you guys let me like play through now? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Like, go for it. So I go, and then there's a guy doing a pre-round warm-up round for his league night that night. Just a classic old golf guy thing. Shout out this guy. He said he played that too. He said he played in the Minnesota Twins farm system in AAA and almost made it, but hurt his shoulder. Um, feels like a classic story. Me too. People tell. Um, so we played. He's like, hey, can I hop in with you on nine? I'm like, yeah, like no problem. So we play. Um, it's pretty chill. And then like hole two, he like talking to me about my work. He's like, did they make you get vaccinated? I'm like, no, they didn't. He goes, well, like, are you? And I was like, yeah, I did get the vaccine. Like my uncle's work kind of like helped me, helped me get it. And we, I went in. He's like, he didn't say anything after that. I was like, okay, that's okay, what's going on here. And then as the round progresses, he like just kind of pokes at it. He's like, oh yeah, I decided a while ago I'm not going to. And then I was like, okay, like that's fine. Like, I don't really care at all. And I don't want to talk about this at the golf course, really. Um, COVID's dead. We've talked about that on this podcast. It's over. over. So we get to 18 finally. And he's like telling me all these like crazy horror stories, like un, un, unverified facts about how many people have died from the vaccine and how many people have been hospitalized. Which, I mean, if he has a personal story that happened, like that's really tragic and could have happened. It's like really sad, but. It doesn't change anything for me. Like, I'm not going to be nervous that I got it like a month or so ago. Like, I'm fine now. And it evolves. And he goes, he goes, are you a Christian? And I go, um, like, I, my family, like, grew up Catholic. I've, like, gone to church in the past. And he's like, okay, because, like, I, I read the Bible. I've, like, read the Bible pretty in-depth. And um, the world's going to end in 2029. <laughs> I could do not. He goes, an asteroid is coming down. And, uh. I wasn't convinced that it was like actually going to hit earth, but my buddy said he had a vision the other day that like it actually hits the earth. So he goes, just hold, I was like, oh, I like, I was like, I was like this is so weird. I go, well, sounds like I better get all my bucket list stuff out of the way by 2029. He goes, yeah, just make sure you're in good standing with Jesus by that time. I go, okay, <laughs> whatever. But, uh, so that was crazy memorable. I'll never forget that guy. Just telling me the world's going to end in 2029. And then even better than that story, which is kind of hard to beat a little bit, Planet Fitness today, probably like three hours ago, at the gym uh, on like a chest machine sitting there. I mean, I was taking my time. Uh, in today's society, like you do it, you do a set, you like do your rest time. And while you do your rest time, most people look at their phone, you know, browse Twitter, browse Instagram, text, shoot off some texts. I'm doing that. Nothing out of the ordinary. And mind you, outside I've gone to this gym. Let's keep in mind it's a planet fitness. You're paying $10 a month to be here. You're not expecting. Hey, some people are playing, paying that premium dollar. For that black card to tan. Sure. But like we all know here, you're not. If you go to a planet fitness, like you're not expecting. Like you're expecting to be jam-packed. People not knowing how to lift. It's just as the experience. You know, if you want instant access to everything, spend like $50 and go to like a powerhouse gym or even an LA fitness. And those are still busy. So. And we've gone to this gym for eight months now, probably never have had a problem with anyone ever there ever. Like maybe personally, like all oh, that person like kind of stinks. I don't know what they're doing or they actually have BO, but like nothing ever confrontational. This, a guy comes up to me. He's like, I don't know, 50, 60, slick back, gray hair. Uh, Evan, you, I told Al, he's an Al Romano type vibe. Well, this guy's like way younger, like, younger, though. maybe a little bit younger look, look, looking and shout out Al Romano. He's awesome. He would never do this. This guy walks up to me and I'm sitting like on this push chest machine. He's like toe to toe with me standing and I'm sitting. He goes, Hey, are you like, how many more sets do you have? Are you almost done with this machine? 
I go, yeah, I got like two to three more sets, just super nonchalant. And I thought, he'd be like, all right, like, that's cool. Uh, let me know when you're done. The normal thing to do. And personally, I don't even go up to people on machines. First of all, I don't ask. I just wait or I go do something else. You're in a planet fitness. It's going to be busy. He goes, all right. And then he didn't see, he goes, all right, well, I've done four exercises on five different machines. Like while you've been on this and he was like, I don't know. Like, okay. And I, I still didn't say anything back. And I'm like, have my phone in my hand like this. And he's like, he just looks at my ass and goes, stop texting. <laughs> as he's, and he starts to walk away. So I can't even, and like my mind's like, whoa. I just, I, all I said was, gotcha. Like I just said, gotcha. And so from then, I'll be honest, I didn't really look at my phone that much more. I did once just to see, like, I was like, all right, let's just see what happens here. And I was like, you know what? I'm really going to take my time now. Like that annoyed me enough where like, I'm not going to rush off of this machine. And I still had two to three more sets. So I do them. And he comes back. I could see kind of like he was on a rowing machine. He was just knocking out some rowing while he's waiting. Like, this guy's a freak. He walks back up to me, and he goes to the machine right next to me and just stands hand on his hip, hand on the machine, staring at me. So, like, right to my right or right to my left, he's just looking at me like this as I'm, like, finishing my lap. The, the bad time was I wanted to be stubborn and just keep sitting there, but it was such an awkward feeling, and I was actually done. Like, I was actually done. So he's standing there. And I look at him and I'm at this point, I'm like, I always would say I'm being passive, not standing up for myself, which could be true, but I don't like confrontation. I don't want to do anything. So I go, I was like, I was like, you still want it? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, like, I'm, I'll go wipe it down. Cause that's, you're supposed to wipe down the machine at Plant Fitness. They're very strict about it. He Everywhere. Goes, he goes, you know, I'll, I'll take care of it. Like, you, like, uh, no problem. And in retrospect, I could have just been done there. But this guy had the nerve as I stood up and he was going to sit down. He like looks at his phone and I go, Hey, maybe you should get off your phone too. I just had, he, he laid it on a T for me. I had to say something And this guy raises his tone like 10 notches and goes, I'll quote him, cover your ears, kids. He goes, don't fucking tell me what to do. Asshole <laughs> loud as I'm walking away and every, like five people around us that don't have headphones on are looking at us. And he puts his phone on top of the machine. And I think he's like, I thought he was going to come like chest to chest with me. But no, he was just turning to sit down. And then after he said that, I just stopped and looked at him. I go, what happened to you today, man? Like, I just said that. And then just like, he was done and I was done. And I just walked away. And I think he muttered under his breath a little bit. And then I told Alex about him. He was all like, Alex went to go like scope him out. He's like, what guy? What guy? I'm like, Alex is probably a little more aggressive. I would have loved to see what he would have done. But uh, safe to say, if I see this guy, I've never seen him before. I hope I don't see him again, but if I do, it might be a little weird. Like I don't, he, he probably won't remember me. Maybe not. He probably like, is he probably like, that's probably a shtick where he loves telling the younger generation not to be on their phone at the gym, which newsflash buddy, everyone does. And it's also, you're allowed to wait in between sets. It's actually healthy for you. Evan can attest to, he, he knows a lot about lifting, you know, a good, like one minute rest period, two minute rest period. It's good for you. So I don't know. He also dropped a, some of us are on a schedule. The first time he came up to me, like, okay, it's 5.30 after work. Where are you in a rush for? <laughs> so if you guys have any thoughts about that, I just had to get it out there for the podcast. I was like, oh, this is great podcast material. And I was pretty worked up. I, I hadn't felt that feeling of just pure rage in my body. Like my hands were trembling. Like I really do not like this guy. And it's making me super mad, which I don't usually feel. So it kind of felt good to feel that. But Grant was riled up in this planet. So sped up. I was like, when I saw him, I don't know, maybe five minutes after it happened, he's huge, bright red. He's just talking a mile a minute. He's ready to go. But yeah, that guy needs to get off his high horse. If he ever listens to this, I hope he hears this specific moment. Dude, chill out. (laughs) It's a planet fitness. Yeah. 
I have much worse words, but I'm not going to be that mean. Well, let's just hope for the podcast that we don't see this guy again, especially for. Ads. I hope we do. I hope he talks to me next time. <laughs> I will be definitely nice. trying to alpha you out of that. Just yeah. coming up to you straight up and was like, "Yo, hurry up!" Basically, yeah. So he tried to be an alpha. Way to not be a beta. You stood your ground, um, and then after being so worked up, you should either like try to run like your PR your mile or PR your like your bench press because <laughs> yes. you were just full of yeah, adrenaline. yeah, a lot of juice, dude. I was. I was. It was like, my cheeks were all red. I was like, so I was like, because it was a mix of like embarrassing because everyone made a scene because he screamed and swore and it was awkward because that feeling of him just standing next to me not saying the word staring at me is just such an awkward feeling and just rage for like the way he was like talking to me like it was a classic like i'm older than you i'm a different generation like you should respect me no matter what it's like that's just not how this works we're equals in this gym and i'm a lot like i always said it's my equipment right now it's my set i'm allowed to stay here for as long as i want there's no rules it's just etiquette but like i wasn't even taking that long what a loser Anything else happened with your week? <laughs> no, that weekend? was – No, I actually – it made me miss the golf guy more. Give me that guy any day of the week. I would love to just tell me your conspiracy theories instead of getting, like, yelled at. <laughs> so my week. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all hot and tired again just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I did not have anything nearly as eventful happen as you guys, I guess. I uh, did nothing during the week except work. Nice. And then this weekend I played uh, – Played some golf, as Evan mentioned, the country club round. Not a member, but I played with some members. That was fun. Then we hit the local watering hole, as Evan already said. Evan's bad at leaving, so that's why he stayed so late, because he doesn't know how to exit. I told him to Irish exit, and he said he didn't want to be that guy. But I think he really should have. It would have been cool. So you wanted him to do your thing. I did. I wanted him to experience it, but he didn't do it. And then Saturday... So Friday was my sister's birthday. Saturday, we had a pool party for her. So did that. It's all right. Just family. Nothing nothing crazy. Not some giant pool. That explains the no invite. Yeah. Yeah. And then (laughs) Sunday, Father's Day, I played golf with my dad and sister. And then my dad's friend and his son. And I was expecting to play pretty bad because my sister's pretty I'll just say how it is. She's pretty bad. She doesn't golf maybe once a year. So I was expecting it to be really slow, be hard to focus, you know, not really try very hard. And then all of a sudden, I just went birdie, 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 eagle. And I was like, wow, I'm having a round. Don't worry me. So right after that, I go double bogey, bogey finish. And I only shoot one under with all, all that, all those birdies and eagles. One eagle, three birdies. So a little disappointing, but fun. And so briefly, did it, ch- did it translate to Monday Night Golf League? Then I go to Monday. I'm like, oh, my God. I just played great. How could I possibly not play this good again? Right. So I go to hole number one. Like Evan said, a little chilly. Not that that matters. Duffed my tee shot. Made a bogey on one. Head to two. Three putt bogey. Head to three. Three putt bogey. Four. Three putt bogey. And then seven, three-putt double bogey. Ooh. And six, I three-putt bogey. So if there's any indication that I need to work on something, it's putting. A lot of three-putts. And I can blame it fully on going from the country club to this golf course because those greens are really fast. These ones are not nearly even close. Right. So I'm just going to blame it all on that. Those that know, know. We were in the 5-6 matchup. We got killed. We took 10 and a half, so more than Evan. Barely. So that feels good at least. Splitting hairs here. 
my partner had a little bit of a blow up. He was one over through five. My dad. He was still riding. He's riding that Father's Day high. He just wasn't dialed in. And then he went triple double, triple double to finish. That so, Devin Booker triple double. Pretty, pretty bad. So our uh, our hopes of winning the league seem to be dashed at this point. Oof. But then after golf, super fun. Evan wasn't there. I don't know why. But uh, it's so like fourteen guys went and played extra holes. So everyone's you know crowding up on the tee box. I had a, it was just the lowest score would win the money. I had two birdie putts on the first two holes, closest out of everyone. Missed both times with everyone chirping me while I'm putting, so that was pretty tough. And then on the final hole, in the dark, a guy made birdie, so I had to make birdie to cancel, and I made a heroic up and down, walked in my putt. Everyone cheering for me is a great moment. So <laughs> despite losing on the league, after the league was more fun. Like John Rahm. Next weekend's golf, or this upcoming weekend golf. Yeah. That's that's the real stuff, as Evan mentioned. That's the college football playoff. Oh, it's going to be great. With some tough conditions. Excited, but FOMO at the same time. Grant can't go. He's supposed to go. So, now, I we need to workshop. This is our homework assignment for you guys. Our workshop this part of the show. It's like quick hitting news that's like not main topics, but it's just like pop, pop around. In five minutes or less. Five, like a five minutes or less type deal. So, I'll say whatever and then I'll... Be quiet and then let you guys say like your one or two things. If you, if you have anything, you'd be like, oh, pass. Don't really care. Which there might be at least one topic I'm looking at that you guys be like, I don't really care. Can anyone guess what that is? All of them. Oh, I was going to say Michigan yeah, getting their new point guard. Anyways, so NBA, NHL playoffs. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to pass on the NHL playoffs. I have lost interest in those. I don't know if that's on me or the playoffs, but they've been good games. Evan hates that. It's nothing game yesterday. Ex- exactly why mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it. NBA, been really locked into. I have to give credit to Evan's star boy, Giannis. Uh, I still think he kind of got lucky in a sense in that series. The whole Bucks did, but that's just how the NBA playoffs goes. Massive. Can I get a chop on three for the Philadelphia 76ers? One, two, three. Chop. Um, they choked, and I felt it coming, so it felt good to be right on the Hawks there. Oh, lost in the shuffle. The Jazz just choked away the series after Kawhi went down. That's crazy. Shout out Terrence Mann for dropping 39 in a game. And then now, as they play tonight, game two in that series, we'll see how it goes with CP out. So that series is interesting. I, I'm eating up the NBA playoffs. I'm a little bit more bored that it's Hawks-Bucks now. Um, but I can get behind. I don't think the Hawks have much of a chance, but I can get behind the Hawks a little bit. Michigan got their point guard of the future. Well, that was your chance for you guys if you have any NBA that wasn't covered. You covered a lot of it. I'm, I'm fully riding the Suns bandwagon. And I'm fully riding the Hawks bandwagon. There you go. Although I will say the best player on the Bucks is not Giannis. It's Chris Middleton, obviously. So anyone who thinks otherwise, Giannis had one of the most not clutch things I've ever seen when they lost in game five or six. He was just horrendous down the stretch. Got fully lucky. Lucky that Kyrie's out. Kevin Durant almost did it by himself, and I don't even like Kevin Durant. But Giannis he is, was going bananas. Giannis's free throw length that takes him to shoot is unbelievable. It's so long and so awkward. Yeah. No. Worth watching. But Giannis did play better in Game 7, so I'll give him that. But he's he's not – this is a different discussion for a different time. So I won't even go <laughs> – uh, go Bucks, go Giannis, my pick, and uh, Golden Knights still in it. One good over. That's your team. Game. That's your team. Um, play tonight at nine as well. My team for NHL, so they're still in it. Nice. Go playoffs. Um, U.S. Open picks, like we we talked about a little bit. None of our picks ended up winning. We had four people in contention, I would say, on Sunday. So shout out us. 
Kokrak, what a miss by me. He was like plus seven. Zallyman missed the cut as well. So there were some duds in there. I just like my guys that I picked to make the cut. But great U.S. Open. That leaderboard on Sunday was awesome. Yeah. Shout out John Rahm for two birdies down the stretch. I'm not really a John Rahm guy, but and it also an awesome way to made win. me think how many balls of mine have potentially gotten stuck in a tree, and I never knew because I did was not crazy. think that could happen. That sucked. Did not think that could happen. And it hit the cart path, went back yep. up into the tree, yep. and got stuck. That's just a terrible way to lose a ball. Michigan got a huge recruit in 2022 class. This will probably just be me talking about this quickly. I don't even have a lot to say. Doug McDaniel, other than he was my guy. I, to- I told Alex about this kid like a month ago. I was like, saw he was projected for Michigan. There was some Seth Trimble hype um, for those that are in the weeds in recruiting. But I like Doug McDaniel. Everyone be like, oh, he's small. He's this. He's that. Yeah, he's a little short. He's like 5'9". But uh, Mike Smith was a baller. And he wasn't. He- and Doug McDaniel was taller than that. So classic pass first point guard. Very excited that he is going to be coming to Michigan. And then this one, I think Evan will have some thoughts on after he plugged that. There's two Detroit Tigers, like player development accounts. One's like minor league tracker. One's like player development. They both put out highlights and I am absolutely addicted to watching them. This past week, Riley Green almost hit for the cycle. Dylan Dingler doing Dylan Dingler things. Ding, digging balls. Shout out. And uh, Torkelson just hitting apple bombs. So Evan, did, did you catch any of these videos over the weekend? Yeah, Torkelson had two home runs in the first six games in Double A. Um, Rod Green has been named Team Player of the Week by I think some sponsor for that team. Um, so, and I just love Torkelson's swing. Again, I'm going to say it for the probably third week in a row. I'm going to say it next week, and he's just raking down there. Raking, but we'll see if they get the Triple A call based on all those rules that Alex and I have yet to figure out. He can't go to Triple A. He's not allowed. He's not allowed. Um, downside of being a Tigers fan, Shohei Otani is our dad. Uh, fitting that it was Father's Day weekend. I just put down his stat line here. Four games, four ding-dongs. I think he leads the MLB now potentially after playing us. Seven RBIs in that stretch. And you're saying no, he doesn't? No. Who does? Is it still Tatis? No, Otani has like 23. Guerrero. Ah. Uh, well, Otani's right there. He's 20 plus. 22. And, uh... One earned run pitching, so he does it all. I mean, he just absolutely owned us. So I didn't actually catch any of the full games, but watched on the highlights. And there was a ball he hit that had no business leaving the park, and he just flicks his wrist and has that much power to hit it dead center. So he's a freak. He's good at baseball for sure. Really good. And then last thing, I mean, this was just like funny, and it relates to the Pistons. Our former player, Josh Smith, went off on a rant after their loss that we mentioned. My favorite moment from it. From it was just him saying, ESPN, go get his ass. I'm getting his ass tonight. But first thing tomorrow morning, get back on his ass. Like, it was just, uh, it's pretty not safe for work rant, as Evan pointed out. So be careful where you listen to it. But it's just not at work. I never, the the only thing I remember from Josh Smith is he hit a buzzer beater in a game I was at against the Phoenix Suns. So he's a legend for that. But worst signing. I don't know if Pistons Pistons fans don't really claim him. I think he's been on a thousand teams, but just weird to drag Doc Rivers through the mud like that. But he did make some points. He made some points. It was quite the video. Looked like he was just coming back from the bar. Do you guys think Doc Rivers makes in-game adjustments, yes or no? I think he might try. <laughs> I think mean, he tries to. But Should have told one evidence that I have from Josh Smith says he doesn't. All right. Let's hop into topic one here. I think the nerves are starting to get closer as we get closer to 8.30 during the show. So if you see me talking faster, it's also like I don't want to stay up forever. And also I'm getting nervous. So... 
We'll see how the speed goes. Which, um, hold on a second. What's up, Alex? What channel is it on? I don't know, ESPN. We're ESPN. not there. We're not there yet. We're only 14 minutes out. Yeah, I know. We'll have it on the back. I want to do all, we'll just talk through this stuff. God damn, I'm nervous. <laughs> all right. But exciting. College football playoff expansion to 12 teams. This dropped about a week or so ago. We just didn't hit it last episode because there was other stuff going on. It's still proposed. It's not real yet, but it's probably going to be probably going to be happening based on everything we know about college football. They want more money. Um, I wrote a thousand questions for this just to get everyone thinking any way they want to take it. I'll just throw it to Evan. I don't, we're not going to explain the absolute details right now. You can go look it up, read the articles. We'll touch on some of the details, I'm sure, in our points. But Evan, what were you thinking about this playoff situation? Like, What gets you going about this playoff? What gets me going is more meaningful games. Um, the okay. higher teams play each other more often, you're going to see matchups that you've probably never seen before if there's a 12 playoff team. And it gives the teams, like we've said before, UCF, Cincinnati, a chance to compete at a higher level. And you see them competing in bowl games, so why shouldn't they be playing in the playoff games as well? Um, some negative thoughts. I you got to nitpick that you always have to nitpick. And one of the, in the articles that you gave to us, they said they want a more diverse or more better chances for teams to be represented. But I think... It's also a way for like the Power Five schools, so like the SEC, Big Twelve, all those teams, to get more teams more. into the playoff yeah. to generate more money for their conferences, and then they split it evenly amongst all teams. So they're underlining. Let's say what it is. It's a money grab. Second, if you do this, there's a chance that we play less games in the regular season. So that means non-conference games are missing out on that. It's okay for non-conference games, but I'm thinking of these smaller schools that go and play Alabama and Clemson. They're getting a check for over $500,000, and that strictly pays for like their athletic department and a football program. Those teams are going to miss out on that. Um, and so that probably goes into my next point. Now, this is just good for college football. It gets the conversation going in a lot of different categories. Um, I said uh, expansions, so the playoff expansion, TV, money, and then, obviously, conference realignment. Some teams might be asking the bigger conferences to join them to boost their athletic department and boost their chances of getting into the playoff because it's all Notre Dame, BYU. Notre Dame should join the conference by now because what makes them better than everybody else? Because you read the article, it says, oh, the six conferences, six highest conference championships and Notre Dame. It's like, come on, join the conference already. They put that They're in there. Going to. Notre Dame's not going to join. This is nitty-gritty part one. So if Notre Dame – wait, do they get counted in the top six so they could get a top four seat potentially or no? Yes. They've always included Notre Dame. That's so dumb. I don't even want them in the Big Ten. There was a time when I did. Those losers, get out of here. You're soft. Beat you 45-14 last you time. You love played. Notre Dame. No. You do. I like their helmets. I've heard you say it multiple times. I said I respect their You uniforms. wanted to go to school there. No, I did not. Grant, you visited there. I went to a baseball camp there to get better at my craft. I did not. You told want to me go maybe to a week ago that you really like Notre Dame and that you thought about going there, and that's your number one. No, number one school to do like Dynasty and Road to Glory with. Yeah, and and when I play video games, I would go Notre there. Dame. You love them. I do not. Wrong. Fake. Back to me. Um, Back to the top. Let I'll hop in here because I see it differently than Evan, in the sense that. I think I've always wanted 
playoff expansion, but I think 12 is way too many, and I don't like that, and I will be anti it, and I'll plant my flag in the ground, and it's going to water down the game. I would be cool with adding six. Eight seems ideal to me because that locks in all the conference champions. You can do that whole thing. 12 is too many. I always tell you right now, if I went, I didn't do the deep dive research. I will later when we talk about this inevitably again when it comes back up. Like past years of who's the 12 seeds, like I don't need to see them play another game in it. And then I also have a nit because like I, I kind of like the exclusivity of the playoff. I And either way, it's not going to solve the debate like, oh, five and six got job. People are still going to say, oh, 13 and 14 should like those teams are still going to have a gripe no matter what. You're always going to have people on the outside looking in that are mad. It won't matter as much because like if you're 13th or 14th, what case do you really have? Like you probably have three losses at that point. Like maybe you win one of those games. So there's there's that. And also what I love about college football is how sweaty each and every week is. Like you're like, oh God, if we lose, like our season is screwed. Like even in your season opener, you're like, oh, we're so in trouble. You're going to lose one game in a big conference and be okay. But now like – in the big, big conferences like SEC, they probably can lose like three games and still get in this thing. It's like, okay. And I don't know how many upsets they're really going to be. Like football is a, football is like the less, least amount of variance sport. I would say like if you're a dominant program, you're still going to be good. And also I think Alabama, OSU, Clemson, Oklahoma are still going to have like a tight grip on the sport. Like this doesn't mean more teams are really going to contend. You'll be in the playoff. It's watered down now. But the other thing I wanted to say was the thing that, I think they need to change from their proposed plan is that they're saying that the top four seeds, you get the buy, which is nice, but then it's a neutral site. I think the coolest part of this whole idea is that the first, that there's games are going to be on, on campuses for a playoff game. Like, can you guys close your eyes and picture a college football playoff game atmosphere in Spartan stadium or in the big house? Like it gives you goosebumps, the amount of hype at the tailgate, the, the circum, the pomp and circumstance, the bands, like, the amount of fans it would be an unbelievable atmosphere and it's kind of dumb that the top four seeds don't get that like you should be rewarded for that so they need to fit like if if michigan were to make it i would almost want them to be like five through eight so they're hosting that first game that would be so fun so i need to figure out that because home games are going to be the big money draw and the best part and then i would say you should make the national championship game every year the rose bowl they probably won't do that but that would just be a personal grant touch that the national championship game every year is the Rose Bowl. You guys made great points. I'm curious to see where you land, because this is a classic. I like, you're the third guy. I think that 12 is too many. You do? Six isn't enough. I think eight should have been a good start. Evan wants 18. No matter what, everyone is going to complain about something. Yeah, you're, you're never I've gonna done that. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, we were at two. Now we're at four. Now we're going to 12. We skipped eight. Seems weird, because eight should have been next. Or but six. Six I didn't like. You're technically getting eight with the four teams getting buys. Ultimately, eight, 12, 26, 50, doesn't matter. Same four teams are always going to be probably the four teams in the semis and national title. Right. Because Alabama's not going to lose to some Cinderella team that might win their first game. Yeah. It's just not happening. So it's not. Is it going to change Michigan, Texas, the Nebraska, strength of the national champions? No, it's not going to be like college basketball. You're not going to have like fluke winners. I don't think that'll ever happen. Maybe I, once I in agree a while, with that. but it, probably not. I do like the home and away or the home games in the first round. So I'm imagining 
uh, Big Ten school, having a school in, in the South, it's warm, having to come play in cold Big Ten weather. Yeah. They're probably going to struggle. They're going to, the SEC teams are going to complain so hard they're about that. They're just going to complain, suck. I, I don't, I was trying to think about it. I don't think I've ever seen SEC teams play in the cold. They don't ever have to. Ever. Ever. Did you think of any moment? Missouri? Mm, not really. They're not even really. All the, the non conference games are early enough in the year where it's not that cold here. And they don't play in the pinstripe bowl. Like when Oregon came to Michigan State, it was like 80 degrees. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. So that, I think that'll be super interesting. And then other than that, yeah, I mean, it's going to be cool. I'm sure it's not going to happen until 2025. So we're just talking about this for no reason. Good point. So we need to reset our today that the, the head of the playoff committee changes like every week. It seems like there's always a new guy talking on ESPN. <laughs> But the current guy, so sorry, I don't know his name. Weird observation. Said today that like nothing's for sure and don't get your hopes up. Blah blah blah. Is that how he sounds? So we'll see. I mean, it's, it'll it'll happen. It'll expand, but I don't think it's happening anytime soon. And I don't think it'll change the landscape of college football at all, other than give more money to the NCAA. Alex, the that was a ridiculous thing to say. It's not going to change the landscape in terms of the of top tier teams football, in college football. No. College football will never be the same. I can't wait to hear Michigan fans when they make it as a 12 seed get spanked and then they're like, oh, we're, we made it to the college football playoff. We're just as good. A ridiculous uncalled for shot. Well, that leads me into the next question for you guys. Okay. How is it going to impact our teams in the state? Well, Michigan's going to make it this year. Not this year. The first year it happens, for sure. JJ will probably be a senior. He could have gone pro when he was a junior, but he loves the school so much and the Michigan man brand that he comes back. And we will probably be a top four seed, so I won't get to see a playoff game at the big house. So that's going to stink. But that will probably happen for Michigan. And then Michigan State fans will be like, oh, well, you made it when... Uh... Oh, can we make a rule that if one of our teams is a top four seed, you cannot make the joke like, oh, you made it when it expanded because you would have made it anyways? Yes. Is that fair? That's a fair rule. Probably will never happen. Won't happen. <laughs> but uh, I think that should be a, if we make the if we're a seven seed, sure. But oh well, you wouldn't have made it when we did. Um, I already know what you guys are going to say. I'll do the Eminem against you. It's pretty. It's probably a great feeling as a Michigan State fan to know that though. Like once this changes, you can always say like we were one of like the six to eight teams that made the OG fourteen playoff. That's, That's probably feel cool. Feels really good. We didn't make the the cupcake twelve teamer. We made the real the Mickey Mouse Club twelve team playoff. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we we did it for real. And then OSU fans can be like, well, we were there during the BCS days, so get at us. So they'll always have the one-up on us. Well, now Michigan fans can say that they would have made it a couple times. They probably would have been in the top 12. Absolutely. Harbaugh would have like two to, two to three playoff appearances. He'd get a raise. Poor guy. This affected him. Ivan, thoughts? <laughs> um, it, it helps <laughs> – all the Power 5 schools, whether you look at it, you expand the playoff, you have a better chance to sell recruits. Like, we have a chance to make it to the playoff now with more spots available. We don't have to win our conference. And if we do win our conference, sometimes we get left out. Penn State did. I think recruiting is going to intensify. I think um, you see Michigan State expanding the football facilities. I think money towards athletics is going to intensify for these Power 5 schools. And, like, if you're not building up your football program, you're missing out. Do you think, because I agree with the Power 5 stuff, do you think it's going to help Power 5 schools more than the mid 
tier schools when in like the first glance of like, oh, it'll help the BYUs, the Coastal Carolinas, the Boise States because they'll get their shot. But is it actually going to reverse and help power five schools more because they'll just be like four SEC teams in it every year? I think you have a good point with that. There's going to be more SEC schools in it. Let's just get that out of the way. Four at least. It's only going to help the non-Power 5 schools if you see a couple of them make it every single year. Mm-hmm. If one year nobody outside the Power 5 makes it, then you're going to lose traction on those smaller schools eventually making it even farther. Yeah. like Those teams need representation in the playoff to have a talking point. Because now, like, Cincinnati and UCF can actually sell to recruits like we could make the playoffs when you really couldn't with a straight face do that. I would – the inner, like, cynic in me who wants it to be more elite company would just love to watch, like, a Cincinnati get waxed as a 12 seconds Alabama. And be like, you know what? Maybe let's bump it back down to eight teams and just keep those teams out. Like, I think we're going to see it once or twice. Well, I guess they wouldn't play Alabama, so I'm an idiot. So, chop me, Cincinnati fans. They'd play the five seed. So, they play five seed Notre Dame. And they would just get absolutely ran out of the gym, the football field, and we'd be fine. So, I don't know. I, I think it hurts. I don't like it. I think it hurts. That's all I want to say. I don't like it. I think it weakens the brand of the week-to-week grind of the college football season that I love and makes me want to puke every week when you're in a tight game with Northwestern or Indiana and it means everything. Now it's not going to mean everything. Now you can lose two two to three times in the Big Ten as long as you have a good good showing um, and only lose to, like, to the really good teams. You can get in. Yeah, Michigan fans should be super thrilled. You guys can lose to Ohio Why State can't every Michigan year State now? fans be thrilled as well? Why can't we both? We have beat them. Why can't we both? So we did too. We beat Luke Fickle, who's a great football coach now. <laughs> what silence? It happened. But you, we should both be happy. Why does it have to be a Michigan, Michigan State against each other? We're because we we're should, rivals, and we're supposed to. How about this? We'll do like each other. that meme, that photo of uh, Michigan, Michigan State shaking hands, both excited about playoff expansion. Both coming off two win seasons, excited about playoff expansion. Hey, I'm not. Speaking of that, why can't we be friends? I saw Tom Izzo and Saudi Washington shaking hands at like a co- uh, high school basketball game, and they were friendly. Why can't yeah, we be friendly? We are friends. We do a podcast because the viewers don't like that because it doesn't put views in the seats, asses in the seats. Sure, and the lottery starting, and I'm getting yes. Really so nervous. we've officially transitioned to the lotteries on the TV. Evan, do you, have it, do you have it pulled up? I'm about to pull it up right now. Oh, I'm saving it for, um, I'm a little slow. If I start lagging out, you know why? I am just okay. Fucking How you guys want to just talk about MLB stuff in the background while we just have it on? This is more of like a selfish for me because I was really passionate about this. I I'm think, not super think, passionate about the sticky stuff scandal. I think Evan's going to have some thoughts on it. I have some thoughts. Let me go first since you guys are going to give more hard hitting. Okay, well, let's dive in. So that was college football playoff. Now, main topic or two is MLB sticky stuff scandal. And that's not some cute headline. That's actually what they're calling it. Um, It's officially being enforced now uh, as a Monday. They're actually checking gloves and going to suspend people for it. It was kind of building here in the last week. But there's a lot of different angles about it. Again, research it more for yourself if you're interested in it. But Alex, take it away with what you thought about this whole, I would guess, I would call it a fiasco. I think it's really dumb. What's dumb about it? I think it's dumb that they are now enforcing it mm-hmm. when they've allowed this for my entire life and for the entire baseball, basically. Yes. I mean, people Good have been point. getting away with it forever. I remember vividly as like a 10-year-old watching Kenny Rogers' mm-hmm. hands covered and stuff, and no one said a word about it. No one did anything. He pet pitched a great game. I, I just don't know why, why now. 
Like, is it really because there's been a few more no hitters this year? Is that the big deal? It feels like they lost. There's some more home control. runs now. Still, it feels like everyone's hitting bombs. It's just dumb. I think it's super dumb to try to enforce something when you could have a billion times and you waited this long and now you're going to do it. And also the fact you can't have, I think I saw, you can't wear like colored gloves, like white gloves. Pitchers can't now. Gray, Casey Mize, Evan's boy got has to change gloves. Why? Dude, I don't know. Why? I just don't get it. I just think it's dumb. Too late. You should have done it a while ago if you were going to do this. Too late. Can't break tradition. It's dumb. I don't like it. Will it affect the game? I don't know. I, I don't really know. We'll see. I, I don't, I've you're, never you're pitched tuned in. some stuff on my hand before, so I don't know what it does. It sounds like you're missing out based on what I've read. It's probably nice. <laughs> so if I was a pitcher, I'd be pissed. Evan, your thoughts on the matter? Banford has no control or credibility for his job as commissioner um, for baseball. And it, it, it's just a proven fact when players are going out on Twitter and speaking up for their word. I know it's a social media platform. And a bunch of their fans are going to see it. But if you were an actual well-respected commissioner, you would have had a discussion to the players beforehand. You would have had a discussion with the players currently. And you wouldn't see the backlash of this happening. And he's doing it because he, he's lost control. And he's created this monster by all of the whatever baseball you want to talk about, the more runs. Okay, so pitchers are going to do anything they can to get a grip of the baseball. Yes. And I was watching MLB Network, I don't know, probably last week. Mm-hmm. And Al Leiter was on there showing examples of baseballs from the 90s, early 2000s, and the present, and how each baseball was different. Now, back in the 90s, the umpire used to himself like take pride in like fixing up the baseball for every single pitcher. Okay. Now, the baseballs are like basically coming out of the box. You show the baseball from the 90s, and I kid you not if you can find the video, it is basically brown. <laughs> it's baseball is brown. It was, a, it was a meaningful baseball for him, and they're like, now it's solid white. And you can tell like the baseballs have changed. Jeez. And so Glass now, the pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays, yes. is going after Major League Baseball, citing this is his reason for his injury. And people are like, oh, that can't be true. And I think he has some point here. So without any sticky substance, the pitchers don't have a solid grip of the baseball, how they want to spin it. You know, spin rate's a big point for pitchers and fastballs and uh, breaking pitches. Mm -hmm. So they were saying how he has to grip the ball more into his palm. And so if you're a pitcher, every single time you're gripping a ball, you're you're changing your mechanics and what muscles are working and whatnot. And so I – I don't blame him. I think he did. And the game that he didn't use it, or the two games he didn't use it, one game he pitched really well. The other games he didn't, he was all right, I believe. Um, I think there's going to be more injuries because of it, because pitchers have to change their mechanics from here on out. And I think there's going to be more uh, pitching changes. So the increase of games is going to increase now. The time increase. Oh. And baseball's been fighting this. Why? I say pitchers probably won't have control better. Um, and they probably won't go deeper into games because you don't want to see the lineup turnover for the third time. But if a pitcher's going out there absolutely dealing, then you're you're fine with him throwing out there. But I feel like if he's struggling or just gets to him twice, you're going to see more pitching changes. So it's going to um, hurt hurt the I game have, that have way a big too. Important question. Yeah. Do kids in high school do this? Like when is this stuff? No. When you start using this stuff? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'll hop in with. I, Evan, like probably I don't college. Think high school kids use this. When Tyler Glasnow 
and Trevor Bauer, those are the two guys that I kind of referenced throughout this thing, two well-known pitchers, respected pitchers. When they talked about Trevor Bauer in that video on MLB Network, like showed how you can have a ball just sit like this in your hand with like a mix of sweat and sunscreen, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? It sticks like that? And the thing about in baseball, we wore sunscreen and you sweated all the time. I did not know that you could rub that together in a way that it makes it stick to your hand like that. It's definitely, I don't think a high school thing at all, probably college and then into the pros. And I might be biased because I love glass now. That was just annoying. It, it, when I saw this happening, it actually infuriated me. Um, and I haven't gotten the MLB's defense, so I'm not doing a great job of getting both sides. But I trust these players are not just making this up. The fact that, like Alex said, this has been a rule in the players' union for years. They just never enforce it, so no one takes it seriously. So that's your first problem. You have a rule that you don't enforce. That doesn't make sense. Just get rid of the rule then. And they told, according to all the player, pitchers, they told the pitchers, we're going to do an investigation on all this stuff throughout the year. Do not change what you're doing. Just continue to do whatever you want to do. And then mid-season, right before the All-Star break, they're saying, nope, that's going away. We're going to start checking on Monday. You have half a week to prepare. And umpires are going to be the ones who decide whether or not to find you guilty or not. And if you're guilty, you're suspended 10 games, which is like two starts. It's, just a, it's a circus joke fest for a sport that's already dying in the younger generation. And you just look like even more of a clown show. It's ridiculous. And then you have all these injuries popping up. And now every single one, I'm going to think, oh, what, what happened? Like Glass now said it, that it was, it was, everyone was talking about how you put it in your palm. He said it hurts his forearm muscles way more because you're like tensing it way more. And it makes sense when you think about it. And then like, it's, I don't, we're not speculating, but like, Matthew Boyd gets hurt. The Grom's been battling injuries. All these star, like, good. I'm not going to throw Boyd in that category. He's not the Grom or Glass now, but like, all these pitchers. That's some nice stuff. There's more that are getting hurt, you know? Like, and we don't know. And then last night, they're talking about how Urias for the Dodgers was erratic in like the first inning. Like, he was throwing balls everywhere. And then, so it hurts both sides because the pitcher's going to be upset because now they're going to get hurt and they can't throw like normal. And the batters are like, well, these guys have less control, so I might get more accidental fastballs at my head that no one wants. So it actually hurts both sides. And I think, because it's easy to critique, everyone's a critic, it's easy to do that. I think baseball's doing this because they want hitting to go back up. Because like Alex says, it does feel like there's a bunch of bombs and there's a ton of young players in the MLB that are awesome, that are going to be huge for the years to go on. Whether or not the MLB will market them appropriately, that's a different discussion for a different day. But home runs are a little bit down. Like people are on pace for in the 40s right now, high 40s, when like in other seasons you, you get in the 50s and then when steroids, they were in the 60s. So they're still a little down. They obviously want offense to go back up. They're tired of all the strikeouts. They're tired of all the no hitters. My proposal is that they need to lower the mound again. Not again, but they need to lower the mound. Quickest, easiest way to do it. And you're like, first of all, this was fascinating. I didn't know they had raised it or messed with it a lot. In 1968, they raised the mound because they were having problems with too much offense. So they raised the mound to obviously make it easier, you know, a higher angle, strike people out. Instead of all the sticky stuff, BS, why don't we just lower the mound a little bit and then see how that adjustment goes. Offense will probably go up and then you can kind of meet in the middle there. But uh, Evan, you, you raised your hand there. What were you thinking off that? You're talking about offense and like it's the whole offense versus defense thing. And you got to get credit due with the science and the way the pitchers are going to train, you're going to get better pitchers than what you had in the past. Well, my biggest thing is like, why doesn't the baseball just say what the problem is? And the problem is the hitters and the coaching. 
you're getting coaching hitters that all they care about is launch angle and exit velocity. They don't care about a base hit. They don't care about a double. They don't care about your batting average. Yeah. And right there is the reason why you're not scoring runs because you're not getting guys on base. But if you would string together a couple doubles and runs, I get it the whole, okay, I can score one run on one powerful swing. Yeah. But you look at like back, like even like 15 years ago, more people were hitting with average and it was less power. Yes, the power is a sexy thing. We all see it. We all like it. Yeah. But it, it, let's call it what it is, and it's the players, the, it's the offensive hitters to blame for the reason, and you're getting too much blame on the pitchers. If they start moving the mound back, it's going to get even worse, and I wouldn't be shocked if like there's like an, an agreement and then there's a whole strike, and the strike oh, is yeah. solely based off of like the pitchers. We're headed for a strike. That's a great point. That's like a future podcast episode because there's a bargaining agreement coming up. But Evan, dying. to point in an immature way to push back on that, but chicks dig the long ball. So how are guys supposed to get chicks you, if they're not hitting You'll fingers? still hit long balls. You will. Doubles don't get it done. <laughs> People have always hit long winning balls. Batting average, winning a batting average and then getting paid during your contract year and then having money because yeah. chicks will dig the money. Chicks. Let's be honest. Chicks. We all see the golfers with the – Yes. He's a smoking hot wife, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you're like, this guy? Like, no, he's got money. Chicks dig money over the long ball. So there you go. That's a great counterpoint, actually. My last point, other solution, I'm going to just steal this right from Trevor Bauer and just put it into existence so more people are aware of it. Maybe it'll push more pressure on MLB baseball to make a change. He was talking about, like you said, Evan, the baseballs. So apparently right now they rub the baseballs with dirt, uh, mud before the game. At some point, it's not like a, a perfect system, which is dumb considering it's a million dollar, multi-million dollar league. You should have the same system for every game. But apparently they rub the ball with mud that makes it sticky in the moment. But then the mud dries out, which in turn makes it even more slippery on a lot of occasions. So he's saying that you should just make a conveyor belt system in each ballpark where the ball comes through the conveyor belt in a little glass case and you spray it with like an agreed upon sticky substance. And that way, everyone has the same exact sticky baseball. It's not the dried out mud. And it just seems so easy. I don't know why they haven't done it. So I would love for them to adopt Trevor Bauer's idea of just agree upon one sticky substance you can use outside of rosin, because obviously rosin's not enough, and just use it and go from there. And it's even getting worse with the rules. You see, like, pitchers aren't allowed to put sunscreen on if they're pitching at night. And if they do put sunscreen on, they have to like have it off before they pitch. That annoys me even more. Sun. They can only wear sunscreen during like day games. It can only be a certain amount. It's getting ugly. And if I was the umpires, I would like close my eyes when I'm checking it. Be like, oh, you're good. That way it's not on you. Because it puts the umpires in a bad pitch situation where they have to go out there and check. Yeah. Where like if you tell a player, oh, hey, you're kicked out then the players could revolt against like the umpires association. Yeah. That's not the umpire's job. And also it could work opposite. If you're mad at a guy for arguing balls and strikes, you can kick him out when he did nothing wrong and say, Oh, he had stuff on his glove. It's just such a bad situation. So bad. So embarrassing for one of the top three leagues in the country and something needs to be fixed. Get Theo Epstein involved. Actually, wait, no, he comes to the tigers. So someone else has to step up and fix it. <laughs> top three league. People would argue the NHL. I would. I don't think so. I I think there's a lot of hockey fans. Oh, I'm not arguing that. And I there think are. baseball's a dying sport as much as you guys love it. I'm just being honest. Do I watch many games? I no. don't. Viewership is terrible. For I like to watch the highlights. They have good highlight packages. You just Snapchat. Did I just send a Snapchat? 
We saw it. It was oh, awkward. God. It was really awkward. Oh, we there the peace sign. Who's that to? Snapchats. I really don't care. All right. Was that to a bad yes. lady? It was to a, no. Did you say chicks did the long ball? Streets. Chicks did Cade Cunningham. So, it's lottery time. <laughs> Logistics-wise, are we just going to do, we should do this with no volume so we can still talk to each other? No, we, I need volume. They're going to announce our name. No, we'll be able to see the screen when we get no, it. Right, I need it. It's not, no. Subtitles. Uh, so I guess I want to get these out before we actually get into this. Then are we are we going to trade for Ben Simmons? Would you guys be on board for that? He's never been a lower value point than right now. I'll give him Dwayne Casey. Who would you trade for Ben Simmons if you want? Because I've seen Pistons Twitter is split on this. They were talking about pe- people were arguing, going at each other. Like I don't even want him near our team. Uh, some guys like I'd probably consider giving him uh, Jeremy Grant. For for him, so where are you guys at? Probably give Jeremy Grant. But then again, really, I don't know. I don't think I would because you we just said you probably would. I, I might. There he is, Mark Tatum. Knew it. I might. I'm going to be honest. Talking about Ben Simmons right now, I'm focused on one thing and one thing. All only. right, and it's Cade. You guys looking? I'll That's talk. all I'm focused about. All right, he's doing it. 14. All right, this is it. Lock in, boys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Evan, when did t- draft Warriors got 14? T- tell us when you see the pick come up, Alex. You should pause to try to sync it. Put your phones away because I know our friends are going to text about it. All right, we're synced up. We got to be San Antonio Spurs. We're yeah, perfect. Yeah, we're, we're perfect. Really good. All right. Well, so, all right. Yeah. well we don't have guys. to get nervous till six. Yeah, we can't be any of these. But if we see a, a top team that falls into here, that increases our odds. Miles Bridges, shout out. He's um, representing them. Shout out, Miles. He looks happy. <laughs> Doesn't really care. Someone made him be there. Franz Wagner teaming up with uh, Miles Bridges. That's huge. Pelicans. So Houston keeps one through four if it's one through four. Minnesota keeps pick if it's one through three. It's not going to be. So Golden State's going to pick. Oh my gosh. Golden State's going to have the, like the third, fourth pick and the 14th pick. Uh, the Kings. They actually might rig it so that doesn't happen. I don't know. Kings are always in that, you know. Yeah, it's gross. Range. Oh, I'm actually really nervous now. It just hit me. I'm actually like really bad. Magic? Oh. They have two picks from Chicago Bulls. Yes. Uh, yeah, but wasn't that a fall? No, they uh, have I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, Evan. We are not. I can't focus we're on We're not NBA right sweats. Because if we come out in six, I'm going to actually lose my mind. Oh. Wait. Oh, I'm super confused. How do they have no, two? They, no, Minnesota gets the Toronto's guaranteed in the top three. four. Toronto's guaranteed in the top four. Oh, my God. This, How are we not yet? This could be us. Toronto had low odds. This oh, we're so us. screwed. Oh, oh my God! Are we still online? Never Thunder had top three odds. No! Oh, oh no! I'm gonna puke. Oh my God! I'm gonna puke. So we're either one, two, or five, right? No, that no, means? it's just top four picks. It could be anything. Oh my God! Don't just don't be us. Don't be us. Yes! Oh, come on! This is we're so... top four, baby. Oh my God! I'm nervous. Dude, being shitty for a season is so fun. Oh my God! I'm shaking. I'm actually really nervous. Well, does Orlando get pick five? I don't. I don't know how the Fred VanVleet does not look happy, but he should be. Right? I don't know what's four. happening. Why do the Warriors and Magic both have two picks in this lotto? All I know is we're top four, so we're getting some of these. Oh, but I need. So wait, who's left? Ben and then Houston, right? So Houston. So the, yes, Houston, us, Cleveland, and Toronto. Wait, Orlando was supposed to get the first. Ben's yeah, excited. They, they felt Why is he shaking his head? I thought Ben was going to be in person. Now we lost all our intimidation factor. Hey, he threw up the I peace think sign someone too. just told Ben that we didn't get the number one pick. 
I was just no, purely just Hey, the tires are up six to nothing on the Cardinals. Shout out to Detroit Sports. Oh my god. What? Oh, coming up. Commercial? Okay, so. Oh my god, let's talk. Last week. We're getting one of those four no, players. So last week, I was like, hey, Killian Hayes' ceiling could be like a Ben Simmons. Are you going to Ben Simmons? Yeah, after I, this? I think I want Ben Simmons on our team. What do you mean? We're about to have a top four pick. We're about to have someone else good. We don't need him. No, I think we need him. But what about Killian? That's the tough part. I think I would That's trade. That's why I would think you, I don't need I ben think Simmons. I would trade Killian for Ben Simmons. Would they do that? As like a poor man, Ben Simmons. That's right now. the thing is like how far has Ben Simmons fallen? Ben Simmons is twenty four. He's our age, and Killian is nineteen. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm twenty three. Don't you want turn twenty four in like a month. Killian's nineteen. Ben Simmons is twenty four. I guess in five years, Killian could be better than that, based on what I've seen in the he's playoffs. Not taller, but better. He's not bigger and more. Athletic. He can shoot better already, right? I'm saying with my Ben Simmons thing. The only way I would accept Don't him look at your phone, on our team is if he was forced to live with John Beeline for two summers in player development camp. He has to live with John Beeline for two summers. If he's willing to do that, I will take him. For Killian Hayes. And Mason Plumley. I'm going to puke. <laughs> We're going to get four. I'm going to puke. What if we get one? I'll puke. Let's talk about it. I'll what puke if, what if we get one? I might take my shirt off. I'm nervous about all this equipment. If we get one. I was trying I have, to plan out my moves. I have nowhere to go. Yeah, I'm just going to be happy. So what, what does everyone think before we come out of this commercial? Uh, well, so, I think two. So I'm going to go back to Tankathon because Toronto had like a 9% chance to get a top pick. Well, Orlando was – Orlando got screwed already. They were supposed to be the third pick, third highest odds. They were and OKC's us. out too. They didn't get top four either. Don't they have two picks? No, they have Houston's pick. So they don't have it anymore. So, yeah, OKC's out. Cleveland's up there. And Toronto came from seven. So it's Cleveland, Toronto, Detroit, and Houston. But so isn't, Houston, it still, isn't it still Minnesota? Isn't Minnesota still in this mix? There's only four teams. Oh, Houston, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. That's it. So I think Houston's getting one. We're getting two. Scott, no, no, because Houston's already had a superstar. They had a chance. Mike Scott so, says they want Houston. This, so, do the percentages still matter? Because it says Toronto has a seven point five percent chance to get the number one overall. Yes, that still matters. Or no, now is it is it a twenty five percent chance? No, 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 it's still that. Who's left? Cleveland has an eleven percent. So Cleveland, we still have Cleveland will not get the first pick. There's no they way have that a can million happen. times it can't happen again. If you know what, if Cleveland gets the first pick, I think it's rigged. it's not rigged because that is like True. pure random. Why would they want? Why would they do it again? And they blow it every time. They, they try draft, to find Anthony Bennett Jr. Didn't they draft LeBron once at first? It worked once. <laughs> they blow it every time. They, they, didn't draft him. they didn't win during his draft tenure. They didn't win until he came back. Clearly. So they did blow it with LeBron because he left them. And you love him for it. How about that guy at the gym today? That's unbelievable. Are you just trying to deflect from yes. clear nervousness? That's why I want to talk about Ben Simmons. I'm I actually think he'd be nervous. a good fit. He might be. But we, if, if we, we have Kate, if I, I don't want If him. I post this clip of like Ben Simmons like come to Detroit, people will absolutely come with pitchforks at me. So I'm, I don't know if I will. I'm telling you, that's how decisive. That's a soft move not to post it. But also, like, Evan, he, don't look at your phone. He's just. Are you his, out of the commercial? No. No. We're not either. We gotta we gotta communicate here when we come back, boys, so we know we're at the right spot. Just make sure no one has notifications on. That'd be a really big buzzkill. My phone is underneath the couch. Alright, we are they're doing the graphic, we're, we're they're back. coming back. And now I'll tell you when I see a human being. 
It's still just sitting. Uh, All right, I see Devin Booker shooting. Is Devin Booker shooting? I, yes, I'm like right on. Okay, so we're there. So, yeah, okay, we'll be good. He looks like he's going to go for 35. <laughs> we could have had him, as Evan said. Damn. He would be so awesome as a piston. Kate Cunningham would be awesome. Get DeAndre Aiden off. No. No one cares about I'm excited for this game. Everyone cares about the teams that they're trying to get better. Oh, gosh. What if she, like, we have no volume. What if she just asked him, like, DeAndre, who do you think is going to get the first pick? He's they're like, asking oh, about it. They're no. They're asking about him on draft night. Oh, okay. He was a number one pick? Yes. I forget that. Remember they got bounced by Buffalo and he got paid to go to school there? <laughs> Shout out Sean Miller for keeping his job. Wait, no, did he get fired? Yeah, yeah he got fired. Just, but he survived it for a couple years. See, there it is. Oh. So that's an order of most likely to probably? Yes. You know, we need to go back to a new logo. I don't like our logo. That's another Pistons. Our NBA, not Shot Michigan Sports, our logo is Fire Flames. The Pistons. Okay. Here we go. Oh, gosh. I'm nervous. <laughs> Did you see in that, that tweet you sent us, Alex? So, which one is he saying? Four or one? It's going to go from four. Four. It's us. I can I tell. Think... <gasps> oh, my God. Top three. Was that the first pick? No, that's no, not the no, first pick. No, no, oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh my god. It's the Raptors was the fourth, folks. Cleveland. Oh! Dude, top two. Top two. Top two. Come on. Wait, so now it's gonna be first. Now this is first pick. This is first pick. Number one pick. This, this is second pick. pick. They said second pick. We got the first yes! pick. We got the first pick. No way. No way. Yes! We got the first pick in the draft. Tate Cunningham. We did it! We did it! We willed it! Dude! We spoke. We did it! Look at Benz! Look at Benz! Yes. Oh my god. We're gonna be good. We're going to the postseason. Look at look at look how happy Rachel is. Look how happy Ben is. Oh my god, we did Oh my it. god. We actually did it. Oh my god. We actually did it. Yes. My god. Ben Wallace needs to be our GM. Oh my god. It really happened. I can't actually believe it. Oh my god. Evan, great call. I did not. I thought that was the first pick. Oh. I turned the volume on. Oh, that's so huge. I I, yeah, they usually do it the opposite way. They usually go first, then second. But I turned the volume on just to listen to it, and they said with the second pick. Oh my god, we actually won! Ooh. The NBA wants us Ooh. to be good again. It's Ooh. not rigged. It was all never rigged. So now we don't need Ben Simmons. No, no, we have Kate Cunningham. It's a guarantee. We can buy his jersey. Wow. There it is, boys. Watch us draft Evan Mobley. Oh God. No, Troy won't do that. It feels so good that our podcast just spoke this into existence. Yeah, we really we did. Single-handedly spoke yeah. this into existence, and we're the reason the Pistons have the first pick. Right before our podcast, I said I was going to do one tankathon, yeah. and whatever it was would happen. And I hadn't gotten Detroit first at all. Detroit was first. He did say that. It happened. But also behind the scenes, like between us, I was like, dude, I think we're going to get six. I, I, did think, a lot of I, did, I wasn't confident. But you, Dan Campbell, willed that to happen. And now... We have a super. My heart's racing. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I hate to be that guy. Let's just enjoy the moment. But like, what if we draft like Jalen Green first? <laughs> Are we going to be on board? Nope. Nope. I will. Uh, I'll burn the shirt. I'll be pretty upset. I mean, look at my background. I was ready for this moment. All all of our tweets about Kate Cunningham are real. It's really happening. We're really shout out. Happen. Shout out Dan Campbell. Wow. It all goes through Dan I can't Campbell. wait to look at Twitter all night long and watch Cade Cunningham highlights until 4 a.m. Dude, spin the mixtapes. Spin the highlight tapes. I'm going to make a – I might have to make a hype video. But I guess, again, though, guys – He's never played in the NBA. No, no, no. We don't even know for sure if we're drafting him. No, we are. 
It's a no-brainer. <laughs> like, what if Troy Weaver's like, no, I see something different. What if we trade the number one pick for Zion? In. Or Luka. In. Dude, we have so much trade bait. What if we just go get a superstar? What a position this is. Have we ever had the number one pick? Ever? In any Yes. Well, we've had it for the Lions. Uh, and we've had a guy out of St. Bonaventure. We drafted a guy out of St. Bonaventure with the number one pick. You're lying. You're lying. No, I'm dead serious. Uh, I don't Bob Lanier? I don't know. No, I don't think... We, no, we've never had the number one pick. Never. <laughs> I don't know. It can't go as bad as Darko. Dude, right? I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. We got the first pick in the draft. Do you think Cade's excited or no? Ah, don't Whoa. care. Woj bomb, Woj bomb, Woj said on ESPN, listen to it while you guys were talking. He said that uh, Kate Cunningham's representatives are only going to meet with one team, and that one team is whoever has the first pick. <laughs> what a flex. It's already, it's already there. Oh, Kate yeah. Cunningham, Pistons. We so took uh, Jimmy, Walker. Jimmy Walker in 1967 from Providence, and we took Bob Lanier, Lanier. in 1970 from St. Bonnie. He was a Hall of Famer. What pick was Isaiah? We were terrible before we had Isaiah. It was like three. Greg Kelster shot. Oh, Isaiah out. was one. Isaiah was two. What a steal. Oh, round one pick two. We wow. spoke it into existence. John Sally shot. That was the eleventh pick in the draft. We really have. We really did. Now, now we have to talk about is Cade gonna be the real deal? That's for future shows. And also like when we have an idea if we even draft him. Because we don't know. We're still. drafting him. We will speak that into existence if we have to. The background for, will forever be Kate Cunningham. Quickly, like before we move on and close the show out, like how devastating. Like, will you guys be out on Troy Weaver if we don't draft Kate Cunningham? I'd be pretty upset. Like, if we trade it for an All Star superstar, that's one no, thing. But if we just if we just draft like Evan Mobley or Jalen Suggs, like I'd be blown away. Al will be out. Al Lakes will be out. They say Kate Cunningham is like the can't miss prospect of this draft, and over like the old prospect of the last like couple years, there's no way Troy Weaver misses. Nah, this. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm so curious to see what the audio was like because I definitely knocked Evan Evan's voice in this room around a lot on this iPhone. It was going super everywhere. Super dumb, but I don't really care. Well, are you doing? Yes, was that your classic? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. A natural reaction is the best, so whatever the quality is, you just book a chip and send it. I was just flailing my arms like a chick. Dude, I'm going to have to <laughs> cut that up tonight. We need to get that to the people. All right. With that being said, I don't even really want to plug our – nothing seems that important anymore. I don't even want to plug – spin that thing. But no, you at, at Shot of MS on everything but TikTok because the better days of Detroit sports are coming. And this podcast, you know, we're early, but we've been grinding through bad times. And we're just going to go to the moon when we're going to ride the coattails of our good sports teams now. So at Shot of MS, everything but TikTok, that's at Shot of Michigan Sports on TikTok. Those are great places to see video clips like you'll see of the draft reaction and comment and like. I know people were commenting today pretty negative in our Instagram comments saying we're going to get – one kid said we're going to get the seventh pick. But I think he might have been trolling. That's I don't, I don't think he knew we, we could get – we couldn't get that worse. But everyone's like, oh, negative, negative Nancy. No, this is Positive Vibes Only podcast except when we're being negative. So follow the socials for good clips, DMs, all that stuff. Email shoutoutmissionsports at gmail.com. Any business – inquiries any ads you want to get in on now because now we have the first pick like we're going to be good so you might want more ads on this show because we're going to be getting more eyeballs on the show and then i don't think i missed it oh so on apple now it's no longer subscribing it's called following which is interesting i think they changed it because subscribing like i said gives off the pain notification so now 
on Apple Podcasts, please just follow this podcast to get things automatically downloaded. And please leave a review. At some point, we'll do some incentive for reviews, like maybe like a giveaway, like a t-shirt giveaway, or like we'll let you uh, roast us with a review and we'll read it on the show, making fun of us if you give us five stars. But so if you do that now, we will. So like, just please review, give us a rating. It takes It's free. It takes no time. Please follow us. Free. It takes no time. YouTube, subscribe. Um, interact with us there. It takes no time. Free. And then Spotify, follow us on there. Automatic downloads, baby. Because the Pistons are back and this podcast is even more back. It never left, really. But I think there's only one logical cheers here. I have just enough alcohol left in my glass. Cheers to the end of episode 26 and to the start of the Cade Cunningham era in Detroit. Cheers to Cade. Cheers to winning the draft lottery. Feels good. The Pistons are so back.